the Caps On Podcast, coming to you from the Capitol, with your hosts, Nick Tobias, Tyler Bluenstick, and Michael Britton. Welcome back to the Caps On Podcast. We're here on a Saturday. We have a special college football preview, playoff preview for you guys. We'll jump right into it with Ohio State versus Clemson. This is probably the better of the two games. I, I think you guys should be excited for this one, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, without a doubt. I, I mean, I think if the offenses in the Oklahoma versus LSU game can really go off, I think that game could have fireworks. But I don't... I mean, I know we're starting off with Ohio State yeah, versus we'll Clemson. But, like, I'm just saying... I. In terms of rating game versus game, I think both of them have the potential to be very good. Mm-hmm. Ohio State Clemson has they're good the, gambling games. Yeah, it's got a better chance to uh, to be a better game. So, right. Yeah. So, so they're good gambling games, and that's what we do here. What is it? Minus two. The spread. <laughs> yep. The spread opens up this one at uh, at minus two. Well, it's at, it's it got at pushed at up to Clemson minus two. It's two and a half. I don't know. I, I saw it earlier today. Two and a half. Favored. Clemson is favored to win this one. Um, a pretty uh, a pretty decent-sized uh, injury report for Ohio State. Their quarterback, Justin Fields, is questionable. He's, well, he's probable. He's expected to play. But uh, in a quote the other day, he said, uh, quote, my knee's probably not what I like it to be right now, but I think with treatment every day and just resting it every day, AKA hopefully, not practicing. it will be better by the game. And he also went on to say he's not 100%. He thinks he's closer to 80 or 85%. That doesn't necessarily make me nervous. I don't think um, I don't think it makes that big of a difference in this game. Um, cornerback Sean Wade for the Ohio State Buckeyes is also questionable. He's likely to play though. He's a big part of their defense, and Clemson's coming in with a clean bill of health. Clemson hasn't faced any viable opponents this year yet, have they? Not, no, playing in no, the no. ACC, it's kind of um, you beat Florida State, Louis, yep, yeah. Louisville, makes, Virginia in their last game. The stats too. So yeah. what, they're, st- they're still what? Just, they won their ACC championship game 62-17. to 17. But they played UVA. It, that's my point. UVA, a ranked UVA. <laughs> UVA yeah, is yeah. garbage. UVA, any no, team like outside the top 10 in college football has the chance to just suck on any given day. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. College football's tough to, to, to <clears throat> Which means bad teams can get in there, and Virginia's not a good team. Mm-hmm. Virginia's not a good team. But, um... Clemson did kind of Clemson gave him the work, but to to your point, Clemson playing in the ACC doesn't really play anybody, and Ohio State playing in you know the Big Ten, the Big Ten, Ten they play everybody. They play everybody. They play higher quality opponents, and these two teams are really close. Um, you know, they're in in nearly every single major statistic. Um, both are top five offenses and top five defenses. Uh, Clemson comes in as the best defense. Ohio State the second. And Clemson comes in as the third-ranked offense, and Ohio State comes in as the fifth-ranked offense. So these are really um, a, a really tight matchup here. But wouldn't you say if if uh, Clemson hasn't played anybody, they might be a little more, you know, favored? They might be a little healthier per se. Well, I think mm-hmm. it, they'd be more. Um... They'd be more physically prepared, but maybe yes. not mentally prepared. Okay. Yeah, I I think they're coming out. This is a prove it game for Clemson, especially you know Dabo Sweeney is a big talker. Right, he's been saying the entire year like keep letting them you know 
downplay the the Clemson Tigers, and I don't think anybody's downplaying the Clemson Tigers. No. I mean, they're number, just, they're number three. It's just what I've seen from Ohio State too in their offense. I mean, no matter who they've plugged in there at quarterback, whether it's been Justin Fields, when it's Cardell Jones three years ago, mm-hmm. whatever it was, it's explosive. Um, and I'd be wrong not to take the two <laughs> points for Ohio State right here. I don't agree with you. I really don't. Um, I think there's just too many things wrong for Ohio State right now. That too many more things wrong than Clemson. Clemson completely healthy. Um, I I think they're the best team, second best team in the nation. Uh, I think they're going to give LSU a huge huge game um, in the final. So you're betting them yeah. to get past Ohio State. Here. I'm taking Clemson. Okay. I just think, like. Trevor Lawrence is, he started off like, I mean, he would, let's go back to preseason. He was in the Heisman talk, preseason, preseason, preseason. Started off the season very slow, slowly working up, working up, working up, working up. Clemson, like, yes, as bad as Virginia is, Virginia played pretty decent defense all year, and Clemson was able to hang 62 on them in the ACC championship. I think, I don't think... Ohio State saw a team in the Big Ten as good as Clemson all year. And then you... So it's going to be the toughest team Ohio State has seen. And then you take uh, Justin Fields' injury. I just think those two things paired together and the potency of Clemson's defense could really, really pose a struggle for Ohio State's offense. And we saw Ohio State kind of falter a little bit in the Big Ten game. And I I just don't necessarily fully trust them. I, I was on them maybe about a month ago, but they just started to impress me less and less and less. And, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Clemson in this one. I, I disagree with you. My faith is with Ohio State. I think when you look at the stats, they're, they're very similar in pretty much every category. But going off of what we said about the schedule, Clemson hasn't played anyone. It's uh, way easier to put up stat numbers like that against easier opponents. So you take that into account, Ohio State is playing at the same level against top opponents. And they're used to these big games where they're putting have to f- up equal to better numbers to Clemson. Exactly. I mean, like, and you don't think Ohio State could have hung sixty two on UVA stick? Do you think Ohio? I think St- they absolutely could. Easily. But, but I'm not. I'm not comparing in, it to the UVA. You game. play the team in front of you, and and uh, Ohio State kind of struggled with Wisconsin in the first half of that game. They went down twenty one seven at halftime. It's a good team. Exactly, and they struggled with with with, with Wisconsin's. Running attack, but Jonathan Taylor for Wisconsin is is one of the best backs in the league. He's pro bound, and they also struggled with uh, Quintez Cephas, uh, Wisconsin's wide receiver. He had seven receptions for uh, 122 yards. I think they tighten that stuff up, and it uh, and it comes back. Uh, What's the over under in this game? Currently, do we know? It's got to be like fifty. It's got to be fifty five. I think it's got to be yeah, yeah, around like fifty five, sixty range, 60 something. All right, I'll, do, um, I'll do the research. I could grab it for you right now. Because, I mean, th- this game is going to be all offense. All right, while we find that, I'm just going to bring this to an, uh, another point. You look at the coaching di- difference. you got Dabo Sweeney going up against Ryan Day, um, who, who doesn't impress me as a coach. I We don't know what we've gotten with him. We don't know how he handles losses. He, yes, he's played Big Ten teams, but th- there aren't many tough Big Ten teams. Like, yes, they're good teams in the national grand scheme of things, but who do they play? Right, Michigan. Michigan not, doesn't impress me. Yep. Well, hey, okay, so the, the Iowa, over, the over under for this game, over under sixty three. Sixty three. Sixty three. I think it's a fair number. 
I think both teams think are capable of putting up 30-plus points. It's, it's, it's it could be a 42-35 game easily. I think if it comes down to a shootout, though, I'm not betting against uh, I'm not betting against Ohio State. This game, to me, really comes down to matchups. Ohio State has never beat Clemson. I don't think that necessarily matters, but the cornerbacks for uh, Ohio State going against T. Higgins for uh, and Clemson wide receivers. Oh, Jeff uh, Okuda is probably the best cornerback coming in this upcoming draft. Uh, Higgins is... A top wide receiver. He's not in the Judy um, or CD Lamb range, but he's still very, uh, very talented for his own. Um, every, a, a lot of that Ohio State secondary is NFL bound. Okuda, Arnett, Wade, who we talked about a little earlier, and uh, Jordan Fuller are all <laughs> NFL bound. So I think they'll be the uh, the keys to this game. I think Ohio State covers. Definitely. I think the only thing I do worry about a little bit is the location of the game. It's in Florida, so obviously Clemson is a lot closer there. They might have more of a home mm-hmm. atmosphere. So it is Ohio State having to basically go into an opponent's territory. So that does worry me, but it's not going to shake me from taking Ohio State at minus at plus two in this game. Stick? I'm, I'm taking Clemson plus two. I, I just minus think... Two. My, Clemson minus two. Um, I don't think the two points make much of a difference. Um... It's a point less than a field goal, so you can you get a little leeway here with a missed extra point because it's bound to happen in college, especially in a big game. I, I just think like teams are virtually even on the field. I think I would give um, Clemson the slight edge just in physical, like as we were touching on before, like injury-wise getting worn down, the factor of not playing many tough games. But I don't know. I think Trevor Lawrence grinded in the beginning of the year. I think he is... Battle tested in his own right, I guess you could sure, say. He's battling with himself. For sure. He's figured it out. But then you look at the coaching battle, and I just don't. Like, Ryan Day's never seen a loss, and I think this is the day it comes. I think that. I don't think he is an Urban Meyer caliber replacement. I don't think he's necessarily one of the. He, he came up as an interim um, and necessarily just got the job, pretty much. And I don't know. He, he got handed a very good Urban Meyer team. And I just don't necessarily know if he's a coach to win big games. Like, yes, they pulled out the game against Penn State, but Clemson is a lot better than Penn State. So, I I, I, I don't I know. I, I feel like the there's effort. fair arguments no, from I, both sides. Yeah, I like, I, I could absolutely see Ohio State winning this game. I, I'm just thinking, like, when you're betting a game this close, I think coaching you got to go down to the finer true. points of it. And I think coaching is that difference. And uh, that's why I'm going Clemson plus two. Nick, do you have a pick? Well, you're taking Clemson minus two. You keep minus saying two. Clemson I'm plus keep saying two. plus two, but I'm taking Clemson on the spot. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm up to a field goal. Two. If it gets higher than a field goal, I, I would be, I don't know. I, I would start to get a little scared, but I don't think it's necessarily going there. I think as Clemson starts going further down on the money line, I think there's more and more value on Ohio State, and there's enough people backing Ohio State out there to keep that line settled. So, yeah, yeah I, I think yeah, I, I don't think it's going to bust two. over a field goal. Clemson, you're Clemson minus two. I'm Ohio State plus two. <clears throat> All right. So moving on, we have LSU, number one LSU at number four, Oklahoma. LSU on the injury report, they're running, starting running back, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's questionable. On the other side of the ball, Oklahoma's safety, Del- DeLaurin Turner-Yell. <laughs> Great name. He's broken. He broke his collarbone. Ronnie Perkins is suspended. Uh, he's got 38 tackles on the year, 13 and a half tackles for a loss and six sacks. And Ramondre uh, Stevenson is also suspended. He's Oklahoma's second leading rusher. So uh, some some trouble on um, Oklahoma's side of the ball there. But uh, even for LSU, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a, is a big part of that offense. But I don't think 
they change what they do just based on uh, the personnel they have out there. Right now on FanDuel, I have LSU minus 14. Oh, yeah. It's 13 and a half early. Yeah, it's going that's, up. Uh, 13 that's, and half is than 14, that's a lot of points. But... I, I, I'm leaning towards Oklahoma. and the I, one thing Jalen Hurts has experience in the college sure, football playoffs. The one thing that keeps flashing to my mind is how Texas played LSU earlier in the year. I think Texas is off-brand Oklahoma this year. They kind yeah. of do the same things. And Lincoln Riley is a is a better coach than what it, what is in Texas, and they're a better team. I think they can keep this one close, um, assuming they don't go down fourteen nothing early. Assuming LSU doesn't walk all over uh, a Big Ten de- or a Big Twelve defense. Now I'm gonna see. I'm gonna agree with you on this lean. Um, I think LSU is the best team in the country. I think they're gonna win the college football playoff this year. I think they're just way too dynamic, and their wide receivers don't get enough credit. Um, Jamar Chase, Terrence Marshall, and Justin Jefferson, every single one of those guys are playmakers. And all you hear about, like, and I, I think these guys that are being talked about are absolutely deserve to be in the conversation, but these LSU wide receivers, like, help Joe Burrow so much. Like, Joe Burrow is only Joe Burrow because he has – not, I'm not saying he's only – that good because of his receiving core. But the fact that they've been able to have the season they're having and put up these wild numbers on offense and just wacky numbers on defense, I just think this doesn't happen without their playmaking wide receivers, and they're absolutely deservedly to be in the conversation but on uh, paper, with C.D. Lamb, with uh, Jerry Judy, with those guys. I just think these guys are, are good, and they're young. There's only one junior in Justin Jefferson. On paper, Oklahoma's defense looks like it can stand up to them. They have the 18th-ranked total defense, the 18th-ranked passing defense. But I feel like it's just different when you play the talent in the Big 12 as opposed to the talent in the SEC. It's 100%. kind of the same thing that we've touched on earlier. You can be good against your um, against your conference and kind of get a, a boost because you play them the majority of the time in those out-of-conference games. You're kind of playing, you know maybe like a touch-up game or um, an in-state rival that isn't as good, like Oklahoma State or something like that. Uh, LSU uh, definitely plays a harder schedule, but their defense kind of, I don't know, kind of teeters. They have the 52nd-ranked passing defense, giving up 220 yards a game. I I would look for Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma to to kind of go out and abuse that. See, going off the schedule thing, I I totally agree with you, and like you said, when you look at it, yes, they both be ranked opponents, and yes, they're both decent teams, but you're like you said, you're going against these Big 12 teams, and you're not going to be able to compete with the SEC-ranked teams that mm-hmm. LSU is going in and beating, and that's that's why I'm, I think that, yes, like LSU is going to just throw all over the Oklahoma defense, and then Oklahoma is used to, okay, the normal, like, we'll come back, we'll throw some deep balls, touchdowns, and that's not going to be the case against to this. me seems like a backdoor cover, though. Like, that doesn't... Do you? Cr- that, yeah. That, that seems to me like a it backdoor cover. It seems like LSU, LSU's winning game. 17, 17, you know, 17... You, mm-hmm. whatever, they were, they won by 17 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma just, you know, marches down the field just, just because they can't... Just a four minute left in the game. Just because they can't and, score a touchdown, yeah. they're down 10 games over. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I... And, and the game seems like a backdoor cover. I think 14. that Oklahoma offense can keep up with LSU's defense. And and I, to me that game will keep it close. I don't think it it'll it'll look close, but I think from a you know fourteen point spread perspective, I think it will definitely stay within that range. I I don't know. I just I'm not taking LSU minus fourteen. I'm definitely on the Oklahoma side of this. 
But I think, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I would not be surprised if LSU covers this number. But I just think it's stupid not to take two touchdowns in a college football playoff game. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's absolutely insane. LSU tends to play the game of their opponent. Um, you look back um, you know, against Alabama, they were able, they gave up 41 points. They were able to stay in that game, make enough plays to eat that one out in a shootout. But then you look prior to that, they played Auburn to a 23-20 game. They play to, with their opponents. So I think if Oklahoma can come out, and I can absolutely see Oklahoma driving down the field scoring that first touchdown. I can play it in my head right now. I just think... This game is going to be dictated by Oklahoma State for whatever. I mean, by, not by Oklahoma State, by Oklahoma. I don't. I don't know. I just have a weird feeling that Oklahoma is going to be able to put something up on the LSU defense. Like, like Texas before. put up thirty-eight points. It was a forty-five thirty-eight week to win for LSU on the road uh, in Texas. A, a very impressive win, and obviously Texas didn't turn out to be what everybody kind of expected them to be, but uh, they. Um, you know, we're projected to be a pretty decent team, so that, that goes to, you know, the credit of some dude's talent on that roster, or some guy's talent on that roster. I think Oklahoma can put up points, and they've LSU's uh, defense has been kind of susceptible to the big plays. I'm going Oklahoma plus 14 here. Yeah. We're right. What are you thinking, Mike? I'm very torn on this. I just think... It's a hefty number. Here's the thing. I was more leaning LSU when it was 13 and a half. I know it's half a point, but I very well could see LSU winning this game by two touchdowns. Now with the 14, I'm not going to bet that with the anticipation of a push. So I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma at plus 14. Mm -hmm. You're betting the number. You're not betting the team. Like I think LSU is going to win this game, but I think that from a spread perspective where you have the odds at least that it's going to be Oklahoma at plus Mm -hmm. 14. That was a squad agreement on Oklahoma All plus right. 14. Damn. Thank you. Oh, that was that was uh, pretty easy. It's uh, it's going to be good games. What time are the games? games? Do, do you know, we know what Saturday, time? Saturday, I believe, at 425, and I think the other one's at 8 o'clock. I think it's 4 and 8. I got to look it up to, to check. But but uh, thanks for listening. This has been the college football <laughs> playoff preview. Hopefully we'll uh, see you for the next, uh, for the next round. What's going on, Caps on fans? You got Anthony and Mike here. How we doing? Mike, I'm going to tell you about our buddies over at Strike Out Beer. You can find them at Strike Out Beer on Instagram. They talk about pop culture. They talk about fantasy sports. And my favorite of all, they talk about beer. They review beer from all over. They are truly one of the best in the industry at reviewing beers. Sounds Perfect, honestly. So I know what beer to get for this upcoming uh, college football playoffs. Yeah, man. I'm sure they'll have you set. Awesome.